Episode 14A. Yes, that was a horrible Bob and Doug McKenzie reference. Mm-hmm. Fresh as 25 years ago's comedy material. Mm-hmm. So, been a little while. Yes. I think there's been two episodes of the Jonathan Files. For those of you that listen to Jonathan's truly <laughs> strange podcast, um, yeah. The table's still broken. Just saying. <laughs> I just picked this piece up right now. I, I totally forgot about it. We've been doing other stuff. Uh, ceramic tiles in the kitchen, uh, moving the laminate floor from the kitchen to the downstairs, trying to build yes. you a little studio. And whichever one of you fuckers took my stud finder, I'd like it back. Um, it was probably you who put it somewhere. No, it isn't. I put it in, there's a drawer labeled hand tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to live there. It's not there. So, anyway, if you know where my stud finder is, please, uh, Please tell we me. need a finder for the stud finder. Yes, we need a stud finder finder, which is a whole other tool. Maybe there should be an app for that. Yeah, there should be. Everything should have a thing. No, everything should have. I'm not kidding about this. Not everything. But stuff you lose. Some tools. Some tools. Like, small tools like that. Okay? Like a pencil. Pencil, no, because pencils are cheap. You throw them away. Oh, stud finder is really expensive you either. Your pencil. Oh, when I was cutting uh, the, the pieces of, of tile, how many times did I lose my pencil? Mm-hmm. Mm, four, because there's, there's there's four pencils in there. Um, <laughs> I kept you well, bringing you more. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, tape measures. Tape measure. Now, tape measure is a good example of something mm-hmm. that should have a little beeping sound. No, uh, a beeping sound. Yes, that you can activate through an app that find. Like this is a good idea. So you, you put little, you, you could sell like little stickers almost, right? Mm-hmm. And they would have little, they'd be, I don't know, have some kind of little receiver in them. Yeah. You attach them to an item. Mm-hmm. And then you say, I want to find my tape measure. I want to find my fucking stud finder. I want to find my remote. We're giving out our ideas for free here, Dave. No, that's not, that's no. It's now that I've said it, it's copyrighted. <laughs> hmm. Creative Commons, they have, they can... No, the podcast is Creative Commons. I didn't say that idea was Creative Commons. That's uh, mine. It's all mine, uh, baby. Actually, it was mine first. Yeah, well, there were ideas all over the room. <laughs> Who knows in times like this? Um, anyway, I, th- I think that would be a good idea. I think that would be a good idea. Um, so, and the term's almost over, too. Yeah. This pleases me. It pleases me as well. <laughs> Frickin' deal. Can't take it anymore, man. Uh, I mean, imagine how the students feel. I don't give a shit about them. <laughs> well, I'm tired. Yeah, that's. I think we're all tired. Students, faculty, staff. I think we're all tired this time of year. And also because we've had this weather. It's April the is it the third today? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. It's April the third, and it was minus ten when I walked John to school this morning. I mean. Last year on April 3rd, you remember middle of April last year, we bought a trailer, put it in the backyard, and That's put it right. up. Like a week ago, oh, 50, 51 weeks ago, we bought a fucking camping trailer oh that we had set up in our backyard, and we were comfortable in it. Oh my god, can you imagine? You I remember that. Just saying. I remember sitting in there and loving the warmth. Who was that? It was you. It wasn't me. Yes. What do I do? You oh, it's this thing. thing. I hit this thing. I didn't know what... You said it was me like it came out of my ass or something like that. I didn't know. Christ. <laughs> I hit that thing there that holds napkins, which is for reasons that escaped me sitting there. Um, all right. That was me. It was my glass hitting this. Let's, let's recreate it. Okay, it's like that. What's that? I didn't know what it was. It was from my glass. This is a very heavy crystal like glass. I'm drinking gin and uh, diet like spritz right in up front of it. Of you. Yeah. Oh, is it a blind joke? 
I have no depth perception. But you don't. You have good sound perception. Yeah, I got sound perception, all right. And I can, feel I, perception. I, I, I can, I can hear your, how your mean. Hand I can hear how, how mean you are. That's what I can hear. <laughs> Certainly, fucking hear that. I think the listeners, the home viewer, can hear that. <laughs> so, um, what have you been thinking about? Because I got something I feel like we're talking about, but I don't want to run your brain. Excuse what me. have I been thinking about? Because I got to talk. Oh, that uh, thing in London is that's weird. The, that's what I was going to talk about, yes. That's weird. So, for those of you that don't know this, uh, a uh, there was, for those of you scoring at home, uh, Al-Qaeda did another attack back in uh, January where they took over a gas plant. And they, their idea was uh, apparently to kill everybody there and blow up the gas plant. Or maybe take all the... Foreigners as hostages. That was another thought apparently they had. Um, Al-Qaeda aren't big on hostages, though, so I find that hard to believe. Anyway, it's an Al-Qaeda operation. Al-Qaeda in the Maghreb, as they called themselves, and it was in Algeria. And there was talk right away, including from the president of Algeria, who usually I wouldn't consider a very reliable source, but uh, saying that part of it was run by a Canadian. You hear about that, and that's going to happen. You know, there's shithead Canadians, too. And uh, so they found out just this week, uh, the CBC figured out who the guys were. Now, CSIS knew and the RCMP and all that, you know. They were both uh, from um, my hometown of London, Ontario. Yes. They both went to my high school, London South uh, Collegiate Institute, Go Lions Go. One of them went to the same elementary school I did. Now, this is years later. These guys were, were their fuckers are dead now, happily. Uh, in their early mid twenties, and it seems like they both lived in the subdivision my parents lived in, and we saw a report on CBC where they were showing the townhouse complex you and I and Maddie lived in <laughs> when I was a postdoc. <laughs> and no, uh, and those are threes. Yeah, that place. <laughs> and as Bill, my friend Bill Newbegins, a history prof at work, it said to me today, he said, "Yeah, I heard that." Uh, one of the guys said when he was like four years old, this crazy albino guy that kept screaming and making beer drove the guy to terrorism. <laughs> so, so it could be my fault. That's all oh, I'm saying. God. So it's so a little it's weird. Funny. We're laughing, but it's not well, what do you do? What do you do? But it's it's reminds you of Homeland a little bit. A lot. Sort of. A lot. I think maybe that guy with the little tiny mouth that was also in uh, what's his name in Band of Brothers. Think he might have been living in London as well. Yeah, he it's, was Greek. Well, Greek Canadian. Greek I mean, Canadian. They, he's not yeah, Greek. Like he's, he's not Greek. No, he's Canadian as me and you. And the other one was Muslim. Ali something. I think it was Ali something, but I don't know if he was Muslim or not. They both converted. To, well, at least one of them, the Greek kid, converted to Islam. Yeah, in when they were in Toronto. Not in London, I don't think. I don't think they did it in London. Um, the so London's I think got a, they, they were looking for for work, and they didn't. They were kind of aimless bit. I'm sure aimless. Frankly, let's face it, they were aimless loser kids. Is what they were. That's what they were. That's what they were. And they went looking for work. They went out to Alberta, uh, where they committed crimes. And I mean, trailer park boy type crimes. I mean, like yeah. stealing, literally stealing a, a basket of groceries. Oh. They're losers. Yeah. They trashed their uh, condo they were living in. In fact, I heard an interview with the, the guy who was their landlord. In Alberta? Yeah. And he said, uh, the funny thing is, we were just talking about them the other day. They were kind of memorable because they wrecked other people's stuff, too. They were evicted. Eh? And I'm not going to go with, oh, they're just troubled youths because tr- well, not all troubled youths become members of fucking Al-Qaeda. Yeah. You know, there's there's troubled youths that go that turn to a life of crime or drugs or whatever. Then there's going and taking hostages and purposely killing civilians. Yeah. That's not cool. So there's a difference there. <laughs> you know? But why did they die? Like, how did it... Oh, they died because the Algerian... Well, first, look. If, if, if the SAS or JTF2 or Delta Force or any of these Western Special Forces, GSG-9 that went in Germany, any of these Western Special Forces guys would have gone in... They would have been dead too. Um, 
they're pretty quick in Algeria at fighting uh, the problem terrorism. is that, but they don't they, they, they add it but they also so long. but they don't Algeria is really uh, what's the word I'm looking for they really are are paranoid about other people finding out about what it's like in Algeria at all yes they don't want foreign troops in there ever yeah but they're also frankly amateurs they aren't any good at this the special forces guys they have are, are shitty so yeah. what ends up happening is they killed they've, I've heard interviews with uh, people that were there four truckloads of the civilians were killed by the Algerian oh, military because they're geez. stupid and they're targeting the wrong thing oh, our guys yeah. the special forces guys from the west they kind of know how to do these things they you know, they, they go. It's you know, the guy with the SEAL Team Six, the Bin Laden guys. They they tend to be a little more professional. Mm-hmm. They they sent in helicopter gunships. I mean, it was stupid. That's not how. I mean, I know a little bit about this stuff. I'm no military planner, but I know enough to say that if you're going to do a commando raid, you don't support it with helicopter gunships firing at things. You do it. It's quick and bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but anyway, so the Algerian military fucked it up. The world was pissed off, too. Apparently, Japan sent a stern diplomatic note because a bunch of Japanese civilians were hurt, uh, killed, rather, uh, and hurt. Uh, a lot of countries, apparently, through the back channels were going, you did this wrong. And they, they were also saying, and we offered to send our really good guys and help you, but you wouldn't. Now, I am not blaming, it's still the fault of Al-Qaeda. <laughs> but Algeria is kind of minor league when it comes to this stuff. They have a real ruthless attitude. They don't care. You know. uh, well, I, I know there's uh, uh, nothing to do with them sometimes. You know, like you try to explain things, but they yell at each other, and <laughs> the big guys are, you know, supposedly the ones running the show, but it's all done through some kind of I'm bigger than you, I'm tougher than you kind of thing, but with, I guess Marines are like that too, I guess, but they have some kind of discipline that's bad, You can say all you want about Western military forces, and yes, they do sometimes mistakenly kill civilians, and sometimes they do on purpose, because the rogue ones do. It's true, but I'll tell you something else. Um... They're trained way better. They got way better equipment, and they're paid better. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is, uh, and they're also volunteers. Is the Algerian military all volunteers, or are they uh, drafted well, there? Well, yeah, you have to do yeah. your service. See, and, and ours are all dra- are, are so all volunteers, many, eh? So many young Algerians told me about their experience, and it's it's ridiculous. Like they. They eat the same, exact same food every day. They're, they're treated like animals, basically. Yeah. With very little resources because they're cheap labor, basically. And they all have to do it. All Algerians have to do it without exception. Right. So. Now, and, of course, that first of all, conscription usually doesn't breed good soldiers. No. Usually. But also, um, that's the Russian model, too. and they're probably only in for a year. So that's the that's the yeah. Russian, yeah, that's the Russian they go model. In remote places, sometimes they have to stay three days in a mountain. Oh, so that's training, you know, um, with nothing to eat. Right? Yeah. See, but that's that, that's, that's not a, that's I not. I guess a, that's training. Yeah, but that's not a good model. You want guys in for two years, and. Even when there were, you know, you think of Israel has a draft, uh, Switzerland has a draft, France did up until like five years ago. Um, but yeah, I thought they abandoned that. Yeah, about five years ago, I think France did. Thing. Yeah, but well, because you don't need that big an army anymore. Yeah. But they do it. But they're they're treated properly. We don't treat guys. I mean, they're treated like soldiers, but they're. There's a level of professionalism that's necessary to have a good fighting force, no, just, I mean, or I anything. I remember my friend uh, when I was young. He had like a, he had benefits. He had like a dental plan. He had glasses, you know, paid for. He had so many things. Yeah. I don't know if they do that in Algeria. I'm guessing no. Yeah, I'm guessing no. Even though it's a socialist paradise. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
But the interesting thing is, these guys I mean, came from. It was, it was a terrorist um, thing, sting operation. So it was going to be a, a disgusting event, no matter what. Um, Even if people had gone in quickly, when these people are intent on doing something, we've seen it many times. We've seen it. We've seen it. Uh, the Madrid bombings. We've seen seven seven. We've seen. Strike. We've seen nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, London. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, because you've got a level of. I don't care if I die in there. Mm. You know. Um, so these guys were killed how again? They were killed by in a firefight. In a firefight, yeah. yeah. Um, <gasps> and they did apparently, according to witnesses that escaped, because some people were free. Um, they were really bad with people that just worked there. I mean, brutally killing people and torturing yeah. them and stuff. They were bad guys. Yeah. These are bad young men. And yeah. I, I have no... I, I'm glad they're dead. Yeah. It's two less of the bastards. Well, but the thing that's disturbing is that these guys... These guys grew up in the same fucking neighborhood I did. It's not like it's a horror... It's a neighborhood... It's an upper middle class London, Ontario neighborhood where everyone has a fucking so, swimming pool. So it's, it's not... <laughs> it's not... We can't really blame the religion for that, can we? Um, I don't know. Because they were already bad, these guys. It gave them an excuse, I guess. Perhaps. But... They got... They got... Indoctrinated into an ideology, for sure. Which is driven by their religion. Yeah. 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 It's... I guess so. So, I mean, just, I don't know if you blame Islam for it. It's just that so many people have that same ideology but would never hurt a fly, you know? And they hold the same ideology. You mean the same religion or the same... Same idea that, let's say, somebody would not like the West or whatever sure, before... Sure. A lot of people like that. Because they eat... Pig or, I don't know. <laughs> or because we own everything and run the world. Yeah, yeah. I, and that's I'm not being sarcastic. That's there's there are reasons to I hate the West. I, but <laughs> I mean, Islam also, Muhammad also preached um, tolerance towards others. Did that, he? That, yes. I I find that hard to believe. Okay, but I believe you. You know more about it Islam than I do. Something it says something in there about. About other, as long as people are in, in the three religions, the people of the book, Judaism, uh, Christianism, and Islam. Islam, everything's fine with with these people. And there are like stories I've read them once or twice when I was having arguments with Muslim people about whatever because I'm an atheist and I always talk about that. Yeah, and they always say, "Well, oh, well, what made you? Who made you?" I said, "Well, my parents." Yeah. Uh, who made your parents? Their parents. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we can keep doing this all day, there, Rahim. <laughs> we go, you know, through these whole diatribe tribes about about uh, Islam and everything, yeah. and uh, it always goes to some part of a text, and then I try to find more information about it. And For more information. It's so hard to read these things because they're, they're very vague and everybody says, well, it's, it's in the translation. And some and also, guy translated it this way. And isn't the some Quran, other guy translated it that way. And isn't the Quran all written in verse? It's, it's all like poetry. It's poetry. It's verse. It's, it's oral not, poetry. It's not like the Bible has that kind of angle to it, but not as much, apparently. Mm. Um, I've not read the. I've read. The, I've actually read the Quran, uh, but not in the original Arabic because I don't read Arabic. I read it when I was in high school, uh, 
because they're, you know I went to South and in, it says when you go to South you have to read the Quran and become a terrorist. So, they, so, they, they've I'm been kidding. told they, they get told not all fingers of the hand are the same. That's a What's famous. That? What does that mean? That's great. That's, that, that's a good line. That means that you know, like we have diversity because not all the fingers in your hand are the same. Okay, I kind of like the line. And other things they Could be say our episode title. are like um, uh, from the cradle to the, the from from the cradle to your grave. Oh, the promises uh, we made from the cradle to the, the grave. Mohammed, all I want is you. Mohammed said. You should always try to learn from the cradle to the grave. Well, I, I'm all for that. And um, hard to argue with that. There's something called what was it called? Sabil, something like that. Sabil, uh, where you welcome for three days anybody, any stranger yep. in your house yep. for three days. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. And I've seen that on it's TV. It's like too, a yeah. blessing. To them from Allah, that what, if a visitor comes, no matter who he is or she is, that's a blessing. What if they're a Jew? Say that's my. Well, yeah, of course. In theory, what you're saying, yes, but yeah, yeah, you, I, I've heard it's a very, it's a very you welcoming. Know, like in that, in the Bible, there are many things that are wacky. Say like, uh, love thy neighbor and. Well, yeah, the shit. and then the next thing it says, unless Those he's this guy, then children. kill your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but people don't really live that way. They, they, they only like the same people that go to their same church, and but they don't like the other parish with the other priests. No, no sure. I, know? This isn't that part of it. Isn't isn't. Um, Exclusive to Islam at all. I mean, I'm not. I think that's a lot of religions like yeah. that, and I don't care. I think different synagogues don't get along. Different it's churches, you, different mosques. No, that's true. what I was trying to say. It's what you do with it. Like even if you share that ideology yeah, yeah. of doing your five times a day, you have to do your prayer. Pray, pray five times. And not eating pork and having a beard. And your wife is covered, and all the things that you do, you have the ideology. They wouldn't hurt a fly. They so, wouldn't. so you mean even people that are pretty—I uh, don't know what the word is—fundamentalist well, Muslims. I would say more like not fundamentalist. Because if your wife's all covered and you got a beard, isn't no, that pretty fundamental? No, no, just—it's um, what do they call this? It's like. Uh, not orthodox, but uh, pra- pra- practicing. Okay. So many people, so many Muslims see themselves as non-practicing, even though they do their prayers and they go to, they do Ramadan. Yeah. But they wouldn't have the beard and they wouldn't, the wife covered, well, maybe with a hijab, not completely. But even those people that are more practicing, mm-hmm. they wouldn't hurt a fly either. They would be really nice. But there's like, now there's the other, there's like another level. There, there are the ones who, who won't shake your hand and yeah, they will look they, at you what and they call just the W. Oh, I know what you mean though. Yeah, yeah. That's your bad guys. Those are... Those are the one yelling and and you know saying that should cut your hand and yeah yeah no those are the guys that are that are in you know those are the guys that join Al Qaeda even <laughs> yeah. in Algeria my friend Sadan who was very pra- practicing I would say but right. a bit a bit modern he was more in the modern uh, like European sort of yeah, realm. Sure. He would go like he would put his hand on his chin and elongate like a beard and call them the barbu, the bearded ones. That's right, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And you know, I looked at him and he had a little beard, you know, but not the same way. And he wasn't wearing the little white hat and you know Yeah. But well, I met some people who were like that, and there, there, there would, there were, there were good people 
I mean, it's like, you know, we know some people who are very evangelical, religious, <laughs> and, you know, but you know Jesus loves you. They usually don't like to say that around us. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't like gay people. Yeah. And things like that. Yet, they wouldn't go as far as killing somebody. <laughs> and that's something, and I mean, this is a... I'm looking this up, by the way, with the beards, and it looks like Muslim scholars debate this. No one's really sure. Uh, Shia, Shiites especially think beards are really important. Mm. Sunnis aren't, don't think it's as important. Mm. Apparently. Yeah. This is an article from the BBC. I don't know. Yeah. It's as arbitrary as anything else. So yes. I'm not going to make fun of that. Exactly. Uh, I'll make fun of it as much as I make fun of uh, a Catholic carrying a rosary, which I think is silly too. But um, you bring up the point, the idea that you don't hear as many times of Christians. Now, Christians do do terrorism. It happens, Timothy McVeigh. It happens, Anders Berry Breivik. <clears throat> okay? But is there an organized, well-funded group that's flying planes into buildings and, and blowing up subways? No. Is there a Jewish one? No. Is there a Buddhist one? Well, that would be really weird. Uh, <laughs> But we've we've seen it though with, with mm. we've seen it with Sikhs in the Air India thing. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying all, all, all Muslims are like this, but there is a radical part of of, yes. of of Islam that's way worse than the radical part of Christianity yeah. or Judaism, and th those are also bad as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. By the way, don't misunderstand me. But there's mm. very little killing happening. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I got ideas, but I'm not sure I know why. Ooh, we're getting very deep tonight. Yeah, these. I mean, this this was really creepy because just because it happened in our backyard, really, you know. Yeah, well, it was li almost literally in my backyard. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, actually, literally, not the way people say yeah. literally, literally. And I, I remember having a discussion uh, about uh, when uh, Bush. Um, Invaded Iraq <clears throat> with uh, my my professor, and uh, he said that uh, you know, like what happened in World War Two, um, that everybody, every society, is capable of going to that extreme. It could have happened to. Any society. You mean, you mean the Holocaust? Is that what you're talking about? The war just, and the whole yeah, thing. The whole thing. Okay, the whole thing. The whole thing. That just thought so. Okay. Total yeah, war. Yeah, genocide, Holocaust, um, total war. Mm -hmm. Okay. That human beings as a group are, if if you put the right stressors on them, and you uh, build the machine. Uh, yeah, it could. If, if if a people feel that it's their lives or, or you know, or death or, or the others, then <clears throat> they'll pick their lives and they'll they'll see everything as a threat and fear will drive everything and you'll just end up doing what you're told. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that we're we're all so this kind of taught us that I think that's what I get from this mm -hmm. is that it it could be anybody it could be if 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 you decide you know that your life is not uh, good enough in Canada to keep you and you get indoctrinated with a friend because it started with I'm pretty sure it started with that friendship it seems that we, we don't guys. know that but that's what it that's very that very seriously implied in the stories yes yeah. yes and I think the one guy might be a Muslim originally like, might have been they both were eventually mm -hmm. but I think he might have been already but that's not been made clear the guy's name is Ali but I've known people that are Ali that are also 
Yeah. All kinds of things. <laughs> he could have been yeah. anything. But they both eventually became radical Muslims <clears throat> and members of Al-Qaeda. Uh, we know that. An- another thing that's uh, bad that might happen, that might be already be happening, is that in London, there's a... Uh, how would, how how many uh, Muslims would you say there are? Now? London is it is it oh. like around fifteen thousand? Oh, it's like easily that? that much. It's probably twice that. Four hundred thousand people in London. I bet there's thirty, it's thirty, a, forty thousand Muslims. Muslim yeah. Oh, it's it's thirty, forty thousand people. I mean, it's. I, I studied is, that a little bit at one point. I yeah. was going to do a master's uh, project on this. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. The history of, uh, I was going to do the history of the uh, Arabic people in uh, Canada. I remember that. That's and right. um, why London? Well, because it's close to Toronto, but it's far enough and it's very commercial. It's very commercial, London. Mm-hmm. There are many malls and. All know, malls. London is pretty much malls. Insurance and there's all kinds of jobs there to be had so a family can. Can grow. There was a there was a time in the in the uh, early nineties when the economy was shitty in the rest of the country, where London's unemployment rate was like one percent. Yeah. And they were remember that they were they were actually taking people from Sydney, Nova Scotia, the government, putting them on a bus and putting them up in a hotel in London because it was worth it. It was cheaper, in fact, than uh, giving them EI mm-hmm. because they could ship them to London, they could find jobs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that it was a real opportunity. Yeah. So it brought in um, the a lot of the Arabic people from Toronto wanted to move to London to raise a family and and uh, but uh, not just Arabs too. A lot of people from Iran. Yeah, a lot of Persians. A lot of Persians in London as well. But it started getting a little bit ghettoized, I guess. Well, I, I would remember say, your dad saying you know, that there it's true. groups. Yeah, there were gangs. There were gangs. Right? That's a that's a thing, yeah. uh, and you can see it if you walk around even the nice upper middle class neighborhood that I grew up in. You go back in certain areas and you can see gang tags, mm-hmm. and sometimes written in Arabic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a, it's a real concern. I mean, it's but there's gang problems in a lot of places. Yes. it doesn't breed Al Qaeda members. Right, right. You know, that's, and I don't think it's because of Islam being in London. I don't know what it is. I think it's just dumb luck. We got a case of two guys, maybe three. They went to Toronto. Yeah. Remember there was another one that was uh, foiled um, oh, the, the, in Ottawa? Yeah, they were going to blow up Montreal. Parliament and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Those because guys were in jail. mom wanted to protect Canada because it had been good to him. Yep. And so, But in these guys' case, nobody talked. Well, apparently CSIS had they them on the radar. They knew about it. Yeah. Yeah, they knew about them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. CSIS, if you're, not, if you're not Canadian, the Canadian Security and Intelligence Service, it's like our CIA or our, our MI5. Yeah. Um, and apparently they had them on the radar, but apparently not enough. Though the guy that was another guy they went over to Algeria with, this uh, Co- uh, Korean-Canadian kid who went with them, he was in jail in Algeria. And that's, by the way, got to be really fun. Holy crap. Uh, so they already caught him before the, the, the Al-Qaeda group that those guys were helping to lead took over that thing. They had that kid. And he also went to my high school. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. really? my, my, my high school basically breeds, well, a couple so of things. Apparently, few... university professors, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, record producers, uh, uh, big-time media buyers for American, uh, my friend Gary in New York, and... Terrorists. So just a. Oh, and, and, and Kate Nelligan also went to my high school. <laughs> Actress Kate Aren't Nelligan. Aren't you going to your uh, I'm, reunion? I almost <laughs> want to go to the reunion now just so I can walk around going, you know, it's, it's just. I'm thinking of going to my high school reunion just to, for the thing of saying, any terrorists here? You know, just to. Because <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire me from my school? I don't know. Mm. But it's crazy. I mean, it's. I'm less freaked out about it. Like my mom is completely freaked. Well, like, she's shit she lives, she she lives right in that neighborhood there. still. She still lives in the neighborhood. Her mother lived in the building. In the building they showed. That's right. And then we lived in the 
penthouse complex there. Yeah. But, no, it, it's funny because they were... Uh, but I was telling her, look, you know, it's rare. This isn't something you worry about. I bet, I didn't say this to her, but my high school, so there's a thousand people going to school there, right? Conservatively, how many drug busts do you think there are at that school each year? At that school? I'm just kidding. Let's make up a number. 20. Probably 20 kids from South get arrested for possession and some for dealing, right? How many rapes do you think there are of people from that school? I hate talking about that, but it's probably in the teens or something, too. But would you say that you're frightened going to that? No, 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 no. It's a good school, all that. So this is just weird that those three kids all went to that school. You know, I can just see the uh, the, the, the cheers, though, at the high school football games next year. You know, with every other team playing south, you know. Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Are, but the, were there any other Canadians there? Well, if there were, I hope they went to my high school, because we have a reputation. <laughs> <right now. laughs> oh, we God. breed Al-Qaeda militants. Um, not that we know of yet, no. Oh. There was the third guy, but he was in jail. I love that they're showing all pictures from the South yearbook, too. That really kills me. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's what just, year did you graduate? Uh, 84. 84. Yeah. These guys would have been in uh, six years something? ago, they said. So, 2003. You know what the funny six thing... Six years ago? Yeah. 2007. What or am I thinking? Why, why, did they, why, why did I think it was 2009? <laughs> it's funny. In my high school yearbook, in my final... Uh, we all had a thing where we tried to get something outrageous put in our little bios underneath the guys that graduated. Yeah. <laughs> so we all just said ridiculous things when we filled out the forms and we try to see what would get past basically the censors. Mine actually says I want to join the PLO. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is now, <laughs> I did that thinking that'll be funny. Now I, there's no way I'm ever going to have a political career. Oh And I mean, God. I'm not much on the PLO. I'm pretty pro-Israel. <laughs> you know, I really am. I'm, I really, and I think people that have been a long-time listeners to this show know, and our old one know, that, you know, I usually come down on the side of, of Israel and these things, and while I think the Palestinians deserve a fair shake, I'm no PLO fan, and it says that in my yearbook. You know, that's the beauty of it. So they're probably going to, reporters right now are going through old South yearbooks, and, and there's, see, because the whole thing I wrote was, wants to join the PLO and find Hitler's body. We all wrote things that were ridiculous. And... Oh, God. Some people's got through, because people didn't know what the PLO was. <laughs> you know. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, there's no way I'm ever going to, you know, run for anything. Because, <laughs> well, Dave Broadbeck said he wanted to join the Palestine Liberation Organization. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... I, you know, like I'm saying, we have um, our school has a, is a, is a standard to uphold. Uh, so I hope many more of them. I uh, hope they went to South. It's funny when I went to school there; it was so not multicultural. Like one, that part of London now really is. There's there's people from all over the world living on that mm-hmm. in that area. Not when I moved there. And no. I'll tell you, when I went to high school there, there was there were two black guys and a Jew. Yeah, yeah. There were no school. native guys. I can think of two Asian people. Yeah. I can think of uh, two people, and I'm not kidding, of the whole school. Yeah. Two people from uh, Sri Lanka. Everybody else was a white guy. And one black guy from Martinique or something like that, but he'd been in Quebec for so long. He grew up in Quebec. Right. Yeah, we, didn't, we were all... The whiteies. Well, yeah, the, the the world's the world the world changes. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> it, it sure does. But it is strange. It is it is really weird uh, to think, you know. Like I said, like I said, there was a Jew. There was one Jewish kid. There were two black guys. It's just so strange. And I'm glad it's like this now. I'm, I'm glad. What's weird is that I mean. You can be a Canadian and leave and go to Algeria. I've done it. Yeah, you've been to Algeria. You know? 
What were you uh, doing over there, it's Isabel? Not, it's not easy to do. You have to have a visa and a letter. Like, you have to send... <laughs> I just showed Isabel a picture. I'm sorry. I should have done that. He's got his new Bluetooth. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to actually... Like, it's a big... The embassy in Ottawa had to grant those people visas in order to go to Algeria. Yeah, yeah. It's so not like it's not like going to the states or Britain their or something. Passport in 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 order. Oh yeah, you sent. So, I remember you had to send your passport to the Algerian embassy, yeah. and then they sent it back to you with this visa, that sort of glued yeah, into it. Yeah, that yeah. Green, big green visa. Yeah. And um, you know, you have to buy buy your uh, your tickets, your your plane tickets, yep. and you have to pass through security. Right. And I mean, they were. On CSIS's list. Oh, believe so me, Isabel. I'll, I'll tell you something. How you know, like, how come they they managed to to get as far as they did? Like once in Algeria, I can understand. You know, mm -hmm. uh, they got taken care of pretty quickly, and they were they were in the machine. Yeah. Exactly. But, well, uh, we don't. I don't know where they trained. I don't think we know that yet. Like where they learned to become mm -hmm. Al Qaeda operatives. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was now. Um, like with that much of a criminal record. But they were petty oh, crimes. They were petty crimes. They were like yeah. I said, trailer park boy crimes. Okay. Well, uh, I know some people made petty crimes too, and. They, they, it's really hard for them to get a credit card. Uh, they have, um, they don't. They're they're not getting easy pardon pardons, and it's it's not it's not easy. It's not that easy. So I I just don't understand mm -hmm. how they manage to get through all our bureaucracy and all our paperwork. So easily. Well, they they got through it, but then they I guess were with money. But then they were watched, right? Yeah. No, but the the reporter in in the the report said that uh, CSIS had judged them not to be uh, much of a trouble. Well, yeah, minor leaguers, basically. Yeah, nothing to worry about. But which which is what they sound like they were they petty fucking criminals let them go to Algeria and rot is probably what they thought you know um but that just that just says that uh Canadians are it's easy I guess it's easier if if you go through if you go through all the steps fine and you you know you you send your papers Mm -hmm. You act like a good citizen. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be fine. You know. Well, I mean, and that's part of it, but also we're so well regarded. Well, there's that, that but also we just we don't, we don't know and we don't know what funded their trip over. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll piece that together. We don't know what. We don't know how what, how they were radicalized. And I mean, we all have to uh, take our shoes off, and we can't. We can only buy. We can only bring uh, things in a little that's bag. All, that's all theater. That's just bullshit. All that stuff. It's theater. That's all just theater. That doesn't make anybody any safer. It just slows people down. And that's it's totally theater. That stuff. I don't think it makes anything any safer. Mm. I was when I was in Orlando, flying back, and I had to take off my fucking belt, my shoes. And I was thinking, like, you know. How is this making any place this place any safer? If I wanted to do something horrible, I could walk into the airport and do something horrible. I can't take an airplane and turn it into a missile, probably. But the idea, all this crap about shoe bombs and all this stuff. I mean, seriously. I don't know. I, I, I just think it's mostly theater. I really do. Um, I don't think there's a. I don't think they're doing it. To erode our rights on purpose, like some people say, I think that's silly. But um, 
No, of course not. No, no, people, people think that. There are people who think that. Everything's, have, everything's a conspiracy. They have good intentions. I don't... I, it seems to yeah, me... Yeah-ish. They should be paying more attention. I don't know. Well... People, people should, uh, like... Become well, friends of... Muslims more and... Yeah, sure. Just like... People should just be friends with each other and we wouldn't have all this bullshit. Check... I don't know. Check the mosques and... <laughs> no, I mean like... I know what you mean. I know you didn't mean go check to, them out and no, cage the joints and find out if they're radical. Be, yeah, yeah. If you want to be responsible towards this, like... But, I mean, some... Like I say, somebody, when they want to do something bad... They'll just find a way to to approach someone and and tell them, you know, be if you want to do something worthy, come and you know we're all going, so you're going to. Right? Well, who knows what happened with these guys? You know, I mean, I, that's I'm really interested to know what happened with these guys. I want to know how they were radicalized. I want to know how it was it was paid for. Um, I hope to hell that groups in my hometown didn't do it because that would really piss me off. Mm-hmm. Also, because also there's a, the vast majority of people in London that are Muslim are just people that want to go to White Oaks Mall. And, I know. So they're not... And I don't want a backlash against the average... Exactly. The average uh, uh, Ali and, and, and Fatima. That's you know, what I, was, I, was I don't to want to that. that. Earlier, like yeah. Kids in school. Kids like, in school. You know, kids in school. They're, they're going to be called, yeah, yeah, you terrorist. I think... Or, and they already were, and it's going to be worse because it's from yeah. London. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's a real concern. And I, 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 Burke, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they'll find to say. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I, I just, I hope, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Because I mean, and I think it will to a point it's bound to, but um, yeah, that kind of stuff really bugs me. Because you know, Especially the kids, nah, they didn't do anything. Or like all the things that have happened after 9-11, you know. I mean, 9-11 well, upset me. Here, all the a shit. lot of re- people come here as refugees and they also come here to get away from from these totalitarian types of, mm-hmm. yeah. of governments that breed these, these ideologies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um... So they're not, you know, the majority. I would, I would imagine they, they, they just, they're just looking to be able to work and raise their family. That's mm-hmm. what we've been saying That's for years. Exactly. Most people are like that. So, and but really, it, it just, it just goes to show that it can be anybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you were born. Muslim and you were raised Muslim all your life or if you were just converted yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter well, I know. I it's know. the yeah. events in your life yeah. that will determine that yeah um, at least that's what we, so far what we see we don't we have no idea um, but I mean, I just want to. I want to, like I said, my, my, I'm interested in how this happened to these guys. I, I want to know the backstory, mm-hmm. and I want to know if it happened. And I hope the crap it didn't happen in my hometown. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, because these people <clears throat> often me. when they say, my Arabic friends say that terrorists often are kind of pressed into terrorism by. Uh, fear of reta- uh, their family being hurt, these kinds of things. They're almost like taken as hostages. Yeah, I don't know what that. So, yeah, I, I think that's if you can recruit somebody from Canada, from <coughs> Ontario. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Ah, well. All right. Why don't we look at our comments okay. from last time? Okay. So last episode, uh, remember we were talking about um, uh, Bauhaus um, architecture? architecture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, a friend of the show, Rachel, we should somehow have, we should Skype Rachel in and have her on a show. Right <laughs> friend of the show, Rachel. Uh, did you know that Tel Aviv is known as the, for its prevalence of Bauhaus-style architecture? It looks fairly good there, in what is essentially a desert environment. But in general, those flat-roof buildings made of, of concrete and white brick haven't worn very well. Flat roofs uh, allow roof gardens, but in rainy and snowy areas, they tend to leak. Up close, they look pretty worn in Tel Aviv, too. Uh, and I think in most places scattered around, they look pretty dated as well. Um... Also, tonight is the first day of ha- uh, Passover, so happy Passover, she said. And I said, well, happy Passover to you, Rachel. I, it's funny, I, now that, and she mentioned that I've seen pictures of Tel Aviv, and I, I, actually thinking back, it is that whole square kind of, it always, Baha's stuff always reminds me of like, it's like, mad men, mad men. Like it's, it's that whole sort of, I know it's not from the 50s, but I think of 50s architecture, mm-hmm. that sort of square look. Uh, Meg, uh, another uh, one of our friends of the show, another friend of the show. Uh, I'm now studying electrical engineering, but like, mo- but like history for Isabel, psychology will always be there. Every time I get to do a research paper presentation, I always choose a topic from psychology. I still enjoy it, and I still enjoy reading about research. In a program with with forty ish eighteen to twenty year old boys, I love how she calls them boys and not men. That's great. I've witnessed some really rude behavior towards instructors. Then I laughed, and they thought they'd get a prof fired by giving bad evaluations. Especially when the majority passed the class and a couple of us got over 90. I wouldn't want to be an instructor, and I'm glad there are good people like you two that put up with us students. Well, well, you know, we do what we can do. (sighs) Um, If you want to leave a comment, broken-area.com. You know, broken-area.ca actually redirects to it. I've Mm -hmm. got all kinds of things happening in the back end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty smart. You're from London. I'm from London. Smart. For all we know, <laughs> if you cook, do the right keystroke thing in, in broken-area.com, it becomes a radical Muslim Ooh. chat board. Um, it doesn't. It really, really, really Gross. doesn't. It really, 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 really doesn't. All right. Um, so if you, like I said, uh, leave a comment, send us an email. Uh, how about an audio comment? Someone should send us an audio comment. Uh, if you want to do that, send it to uh, Dave at Brokazaria.ca. Like, record an MP3 and we'll put it on the show. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I think Isabel's going to go to sleep soon. I was. I was swining? Did you just say you were swining? You got pigs over there? Do you have pork? Do you have pork over there? Because I'll eat some pork. All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you.